So just coming back to the Dhamma talk, the theme, you know, were there any comments or thoughts or things to share around that? Dang, I wish that I remembered exactly what I wanted to say while you were talking, but um, if anybody else has anything, I'm trying to think of. Yeah, I remember you talked about letting go completely. And, uh, I was curious if that was the enlightenment. Yes. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of it was. It was. It's nice in a way to hear that your um, your ending part about the completely letting go. However, that kind of makes it seem like it's something that's out of reach for the near future. You know, it's like that's not really <coughs> accommodating for a for a like instant. I mean, I, I realize it's not that easy, and that it's not just like you, there's one thing you can do to make some make it better. But um, the com- to, to completely let go is um, the way you explained it. At least seems like so far out of reach. I guess. Yeah, I can't even really from an instant culture, you know, where, you know, you get jack-in-the-box drive-through. And, and um, you know, what we're talking about is a transformation of the heart and mind. And it's not, it's not a drive-through, it's not a drive-through operation, it's not instant. And so, um, certainly we can have openings to see some of these things that are, uh, give us some sense of what it is that we're dealing with. But to really stabilize those awakenings, it's not very often that it happens quickly or instantaneously for most people. It's openings emerge, and then there's many, many um, years to stabilize that. I did find it reassuring, though, that when you said that, you know, getting rid of like identity in itself is going to be a source of suffering just kind of like accepting that, I guess. You know, when see, you, see more. When, you're, when you let go completely, you're letting go of, I guess, Individuality this, this, yeah, this separation you've made of yourself mm-hmm. with, with everything. Um, but I mean, if, if you're not, I'm, I'm striving and working towards, still trying to work towards figuring out what I want as myself mm-hmm. and it's just reassuring to know that I can accept I can accept what it is for what it is you know and you know it's also helpful to know that these developmental processes you know they happen in parallel to letting go processes they don't have to be sequential mm-hmm. so it's not like we have to get everything figured out in terms of who we are before we can let go of holding an identity of that as a separate sense of who we are. And so, um, which means that 
we can practice wherever we're at. And so even if we've got stuff that we still need to learn about ourselves in terms of who we are and what we want more and what we need to develop, that is not an impediment to being able to practice. Mm -hmm. It's difficult though to know which route to take when you're not sure where you want to go, where you want to end up, but, you know, like you're saying, no, I'm not, I can't articulate myself. No, that was incredibly articulate, you know, but I think, I think what's needed is just to get a sense of, um, you know, what, what feels like it's correct or true. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's not like you have to, you have to swallow things hook, line, and sinker, but to move towards what feels correct and true and then see what opens from contact with that, you know. And, uh... Having a conversation like this and meditating and doing things that I consider holistic and, like... I don't know, it always makes me feel the close, or just being in nature even makes me feel the closest to God and to what's true and real in this world. However, it seems to be nearly impossible to execute those practices when I'm pulled away from an environment like this. Well, that's what practice is about, because it can be stabilized so that you can bring that more and more into world situations outside of, you know, places where people are meditating and practicing. But it it takes effort, it takes valuing it, and it takes encouragement from other people who feel that this is also something important to do. And it's really supported by looping back in into meditation, into nature, into conversations with people who actually can have some sense that this is an important thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because to do by yourself for most people is not is not possible. You know, to do by yourself in isolation. That ties back to the whole it's not possible. need for community thing. Yeah. But it's just it's not just any community. Mm-hmm. It's a community that you have to strive in order to right. create. I'm sure you're dealing with the same situation. But right. Yeah. But you actually you can find like-minded communities now. You can just Google. Like if it's Theravada Buddhism or whatever, and almost in really unusual places, you'll find it. And for me, what works is like a lot of what you said about going back to your body. If I'm in a situation where I'm again doing what, you know, um, attached to a relationship or object or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I go back to like, well, how am I feeling? How does this make me feel? Does it make me feel good? And if I pay attention to that, which is, I think what you were saying, go back to your body, how do you feel? Then then if I can also stay compassionate and not not come down on myself for again doing it, um, but more like, okay, do I want to do this again? Or what would I, you know, will make me feel better and then going that route it's like well yeah I didn't do it that time but the next moment's going to give me another opportunity to do it better and not to try to think of it in like a total lifetime just like right now can I make the best decision for right this moment because then that opens up that possibility that I might for the next moment and also like you said not 
I, I feel like from my experience, I've, I've been pulled back plenty of times, you know, away from it and not getting down on yourself. That's what happens. It's, it's kind of a natural process. Don't let that deter you away from it, even though it's you failed. It's easier to fail again and again, though, the more times you've gone back, I think. Because you've told you tell you're kind of so um, justified in your head. It's like, well, I've failed before. Like, I mean, that's that's my thought process when like trying to quit anything. It's like the more times I attempt it, the easier it gets to just say, oh well. Like, yeah. um, speaking about substance addiction, at least. <laughs> Well, like you were saying, that's a real challenge. It's a huge It's challenge. not a small thing. No, no. It's a so, huge thing, yeah. Gary in L.A. was telling me that Mark was kicking heroin and asked me just to put him on my prayer shrine. So this is my prayer shrine. And I had Mark on my prayer shrine, my little blessing shrine. So in the morning after I do my morning meditation, I just pick each name and I just sit with it and send some metta and healing energy. Mark was saying that where he was, I don't know whether he was in a hotel or in a hospital, but somewhere, you know, he just felt flooded with light and flooded with love. So the next time I was speaking to Gary, I said, tell Mark I've got his back. And, you know, they both were actually in tears because Mark was describing what he had experienced and it was not something that was within his ordinary range of experiences. So he sent me a little note and I said, you know, this is your nature. This is what you are made out of. This is what happens when you are able to keep yourself clean and do the work. Having a substance-free system, you can contemplate what actually is there. This is what you find, you know? And, you know, there's a lot, you know, I would say 85% or more of the Dharma punks come from recovery. Wow. A lot, a lot. So you know, this is territory they know, but they also have this incredible love of the Dhamma. You know. Yeah. So. You know, Marty. I I know Marty. Marty was the one who built the the steps and the and the clothesline back here, and I haven't seen him in ages. So he's he's in recovery and he is sponsoring other people and. He says, yeah, Friday night is not a good night for alcoholics, you know. <laughs> so he's often called out to mentor and to support and to help hold and to create the space so that people can get a little bit of ground in their recovery. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, I've argued with people about, like, what exactly is a classified as a substance that is capable or that's negative, you know because food has similar qualities to some drugs and um, especially ones that are organic such as like mushrooms or marijuana um, like debating the negative effects of things but I'm starting to you know just recently realize that they're still clouded like that you you see you're tricked sometimes into being like, oh, this is kind of almost like a, a fast route to the like, enlightenment or something, but um, 
<laughs> you know, did you know Trungpa, Chagman Trungpa? He's the, um, he's no longer living. I don't know when he died. A really brilliant, brilliant teacher. But um, had all kinds of issues. And so, you know, his sexual promiscuity was just extraordinary and he was an alcoholic. So here's this very magnificent Buddhist teacher who was an alcoholic. In fact, he died of alcoholism. Okay. He died of cirrhosis of the liver. He died of alcoholism. And he said, here's an alcoholic who's like wild. All right. He said he couldn't work with people who were smoking pot because it was so diluting that he couldn't actually. So if he can't, <laughs> if he can't handle them, it's like, you know, people think it's, well, you know, it's green, it's it's organic, it's good. It's like, well, I don't Just think because, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's legal. It's legal, yeah. yeah. Because something that was made by, you know, is, is an organic plant does not mean that it, you know. No, it is very diluting. It's very diluting. There are yeah. all kinds of other yeah. <laughs> so what I'd like to do is just to do a few minutes of loving-kindness meditation and close with sharing of blessings and then wind up. <laughs>